Welcome to episode 482 of Fly Away. Over the past few years, we've been reminded time and again how much the world relies on travel. From supporting local economies to learning about new cultures, the experience that travel provides helps us make our world smaller and bring us closer together. Here at Outlander Travel, we've been proud to be a small part of bringing that to you through our weekly podcast. My name is Donna, and this week I'm joined by my fellow Outlander Travel agents, Elizabeth and Sandy. When you think of high-speed trains... You may think of Japan, Europe, or really any place but here. But Richard Branson had a vision to bring high-speed rail to Florida. And because he's Richard Branson, well, you know, he did it. Connecting South Florida to Central Florida, the bold yellow bright line has been running its full routes of service since September of 2023. And recently, Elizabeth had the chance to try it out. And we thought we'd ask her about what she thought about and about it and what tips she had for others who want to ride the rails. So let's get started. So tell us about the route first. I didn't realize this was Richard Branson, by the way. That is so cool. <laughs> I didn't yeah. know that either. Yeah. Um, well, and I don't know if it's only him. It is yellow instead of red. So maybe somebody else has something to do with it. But um, <laughs> I, I don't think I'm wrong in that. He's been involved with it since the start. And of course, the birth of Virgin Voyages um, made it even more um, desirable for him to have it running. But um, so it connects currently Orlando to Miami, basically. Um, it also goes to Boca Raton, but um, it's pretty much a, other than that, just that straight line. And I did hear they're building one from Los Angeles to Las Vegas. That is my last bullet point. That was going to be the big <laughs> reveal at the end, Donna. You have to read ahead. Well, I would just watch the news. Uh-huh. <laughs> but you didn't know it was Richard Branson. so No, I did not uh, know it was Richard Branson. Yeah. And I think it's that same idea. Like basically we're talking about, I mean, Miami, Orlando, we're talking about Las Vegas, Los Angeles, very um, desirable places for people to travel between the two for recreational reasons that heretofore have been, you know, you have to have your own car or, I mean, if anybody who has tried to um, go to central Florida and get on a cruise ship or off of one in South Florida has been faced with the, do we rent a car? Do we fly? Do you know, what do we do? Because it's, you know, it's a long drive, you know? So this, it solves sort of the same thing. Um, There are many people who will vacation in Vegas or in Los Angeles and want to go to the other one, maybe for a day or two, but not necessarily want to rent a car. Um, And then of course, there are people who live in Florida and people who live in Las Vegas and Los Angeles who really like getting between the two things too. So of all the places uh, for them to put rail that isn't already, you know, active with rail, like New York city is uh, this, these are excellent locations to do it. Um, It makes a lot of sense. Are they convenient to the airports? They're, they're at the well, airport. Well, right? uh, the Orlando station is in the airport. Um, okay. at, well, I, I should say at the airport. I don't believe you can, like, I don't think there's like a tunnel walkthrough, but I could be wrong about that. Maybe there is a way that it's connected. I just didn't see it because of the way. So I, when I took it, I took it from Fort Lauderdale to Orlando and then I went to the parks. So I didn't, um, I didn't actually try to go into the airport. I will say. So is there a stop and, at Disney then? No. Okay. No, it's at the We're, airport. It's at the airport. Okay. okay. Yeah. So it has a separate parking area and a separate pickup area though. So getting um, in and out was so much faster, so much faster. Um, and I did book a private transfer cause I just didn't know like 
will do t- do taxis hang out there is uber you know sometimes uber and lyft in central florida as you may have noticed they don't always know where they're going and so <laughs> i really didn't want to be sitting there waiting for an uber that ever showed up so i went ahead and booked a, um a private transfer and she was a- she was waiting for me you know at like in the station, like right there. So it was very easy to find her. Um, and it, it wasn't very crowded. There's just, there's only the one train at a time. So it's not like 16 planes converging all at once. It's just the one train. So. So it looks like there's actually about five places you can get it. Miami, Fort Lauderdale, West Palm beach, Boca Raton and Aventura. Yeah, which is, okay. which is just, I didn't really put those in good order, but yes, okay. <laughs> geographically but that's all mixed up. But one yeah. thing that I, I understand is that the one, the, the stop in Miami does not go to the airport in Miami. Right. And the one in Fort Lauderdale is in downtown Fort Lauderdale. So, so which you is still not would need a, an Uber go. or something to get to the cruise Yes. Port. Yes, exactly. Although you do get an Uber voucher when you book, um, uh, the premium class of service. So oh, that's a nice I, little perk. Yeah, I didn't actually use it because I didn't notice that. Um, one of our other agents, Brooke, um, did um, do that. She said she had some trouble with it. It did get resolved, but it was a little, so I'm not sure how smoothly that goes, um, but they do have various um, transportation options. And in fact, they even have, um, I don't think it's at all the stations, but at some of the stations, like yeah, the bike rentals. So if you just, like if you were going from Miami to Fort Lauderdale for a business meeting, then you could grab, you know, hop on a bike and scooch over to your business meeting at downtown Fort Lauderdale and then scooch back um, and get back on the train. That, that sounds sweaty. <laughs> I know, right? Um, well, notice I said you can do that because I absolutely would not do that. But no, I would be taking a, a vehicle, a car. Yep. Yeah. And there are parking lots um, at, the, at the, these places too. And uh, premium service comes with, um, well, actually, I don't, neither one of them come with free parking, but they do have parking. Um, so, so how did you set this up? Did you reserve it in advance or do you just walk on up there that day? I, I did reserve it in advance. And I think that it's really good to do that, especially if you're doing something like I was getting off of a cruise ship and going to either to another town, because there will be a lot of other people doing it as well. You know, a lot of cruisers live in Florida and so mm-hmm. they're taking this. Um, and so you really want to, if you don't book ahead, you could end up, you know, not on the having to wait for a later train. Uh, they do run several times a day. I ended up booking the 1030-ish. It's actually, I think it was 1015 departure from Fort Lauderdale. Um, and I got to the, uh, I didn't know how long it would take me to get downtown. Like I just, I had no idea. Um, I didn't know if my Uber driver would know where it was. I mean, like all those things. So I was like, I think there was an earlier one, like a nine o'clock or something like that. Maybe something between eight and nine. Um, and I actually would have made it, but I would have barely made it. However, I was there too early for my um, ten fifteen, and that is a key thing to know. I got there just at the just at the edge of when I could check my bag. So I believe the bag you can check your bag two hours before, um, if I'm not mistaken. Um, he basically he didn't tell me what time I could have done it. But he was like, "You're just just in time." Like you know, I think if I had been any earlier, he would have made me wait. Um, okay. And then um, I couldn't use the premium lounge because of course I booked premium because this is me. Um, and so um, I couldn't use the premium lounge until an hour before, which was a little annoying. 
Huh. Yeah. Okay. I, apparently it's been overcrowded. And so they, that's how they limit it. They did. I will say they came up to me um, and there was another couple there waiting um, to use premium lounge. And basically he said, as soon as this train loads up and, and the lounge empties out, I'll let you in. But you know, I think it, that's the call of the individual people working there at the time. Um, so I, so I did get in a little bit earlier than I was supposed to get in, but um, it, it wasn't, I mean, just, it is something to know that you may not be, if you pay for premium and you're wanting your free food and bevy that you get um, in the premium lounge, you won't get that as soon as you get there, unless you're there within the hour before getting okay. on the train. So that's like timed entry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are there um, restrictions to like checking your bags like an airline or is it kind of? Kind of yes, easy? but they're more generous. Um, so, and I don't think I didn't. So I only had one bag and a carry-on, so I didn't look to see if I could have checked two or three bags. Um, I guess I could look that up, but um, it was, I just checked the one bag. They do, however, have a limit to how many checked bags they can take. So again, it's very key to pre-book your bag because I do, I I heard of a colleague who did not pre-book her bag and therefore had to wait for the next train because the bag the bag cart was full. So Ooh. she couldn't, she could have gotten her on the train, but she couldn't have taken her bag. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Now, did yeah. it cost anything to check the bag? Not for me. I was in premium and I don't believe it costs anything um, in their uh, smart class either. So it's not like European trains where you basically just take your bag on and Correct. stick it in a rack. Right. It's kind of more like Amtrak in that sense, where if you have checked bags, they have a luggage car in the back. Um, where they, but it is, it's, it's very, uh, low tech. I mean, he did tag my bag with something that looks like an airline tag you know, with barcodes and all that. Um, but then when I got to Orlando, they basically, excuse me, they come out of a door and they, they roll your bag out. I mean, it's like, there's not a belt or anything like that. It's literally just them loading them off the train and through a room and then into the building. So yeah, mm-hmm. it was a bunch of people standing around waiting for their bag to roll out. Okay. Yep. Nice. So I'm really curious because I know you've traveled on trains in Europe. How does it compare cost wise? Um, I thought I thought it was very similar. I mean, I cannot remember because I booked mine. Gosh, I booked mine in like August of last year before the train was even running um, to Orlando because they didn't open up the Orlando leg until September. Um, but I it was it was less than two hundred dollars. So it co- it would have cost me as much to fly or rent a car, honestly, for that long, depending on how long I kept the car. Um, and um, that was for premium class. So, I mean, the Eurostar is more than that for first class for most of its routes. Um, and that's the train that runs between London and Paris. So I feel like that's a similar, that's like a two and a half hour ride. This one's a three and a half hour well, it was about three hours from Fort Lauderdale, three and a half if, if I had gone from Miami. So I feel like it's comparable. The trains are very nice. Um, I, I feel like, you know, a lot of it is similar. It's obviously styled after train travel anywhere in the world. And, and there are some things that are kind of consistent with train travel around the world. Um, the, the big leather seats um, and even the the smart class, which is their standard class of service, um, has leather seats. Uh, very nice they're a little bit smaller than the, um, the pr- premium class, but not much, a couple of inches. Um, 
USB ports and plugs and um, food trolleys. And the food trolley is free and premium and it's um, at, at a cost. You know, you can buy snacks and beverages um, if you're in smart class. So very similar in that regard. And honestly, this, the lady who was um, rolling our cart up and down the aisle was the nicest attendant I have ever had in my life. She was just so, so sweet, so patient. Um, she kept pointing out, I was just using the little drink tray and she, she was like, you know, you can put the whole tray down. I was like, yes, I know. I just wanted, I didn't want it in my lap, you know? Uh, but eventually I opened it so that she would stop telling me that I could open it. <laughs> <laughs> well, so were you able to, did they have Wi-Fi? You said on the stations, but what about Wi-Fi in on the train on the itself train. and how was it? Mm-hmm. It, they did have it and it was uh, mediocre. It, it wasn't bad. I was able to do things, uh, but it wasn't, it wasn't great, you know, but I was on a high speed moving vehicle. So I'm not complaining. And I just got off of a cruise ship. It was better than the cruise ship. I can tell oh, you. Oh, well there you, Hey, that, that's, that says something. <laughs> well, that depends um, on the cruise ship, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was three and a half hours. I did look at some emails, um, but then I basically, it was slow enough that I was like, this is really not an effective use of my time. So I'll just um, crochet instead. So I did. Yeah. Uh, but it was really quite comfortable. And the, um, the train is uh, one seat on one side and then two seats on the other. And then there are some that are facing each other and some that are just facing front. So I was on one of the sides with just one seat. So I didn't have a neighbor. I was able to, you know, be my introverted, don't talk to me self. It was, made me very happy. So your seat was assigned though, right? Yes. yes. I, and I, I did pick it. So yeah, I had a choice. Okay. Um, so, and that actually, I will say European trains, sometimes it's hard to pick your seats. Like they, some, mm-hmm. some trains don't let you pick them. They just assign them to you. It just depends on how you book it. And, um, so I was able to pick my seats very similar to on an air, what you do on an airline where you, you know, you say, I want that one. And they have some X out saying that they're not available. And, um, so it was pretty easy and there were, there was space overhead. I was able to put my carry on overhead. Um, and then there was a little bit of space at either end of the car for luggage as well, just like on a regular, any other train I've been on. So you have on your notes that um, the kids ride free. Is there, what's the age limit for that? I think that's a special, I was actually just typing that before we got together. And of course I didn't have a kid with me, so I didn't. So let me see if I can find that. Um, let me travel. Kids under 24 months ride free, and then kids 2 to 12 ride for 50% off of smart fares. Yeah. Families of four can also, four or more can also save 25% with a promo code in South Florida. So that, meant, that might not be all the way up to, it says, oh, well, it says families of four or more can save 25% with a promo code in South Florida, and the groups of four or more automatically save 25% when booking trips between South Florida and Orlando. So, um, yeah, I mean, honestly, pretty economical, all things considered. Um, I, I don't, I didn't feel like I was throwing money away, uh, doing this. I mean, I think that most other options would have cost me about the same. Um, yeah. When you think about like flying that distance, I mean, getting to the airport early, all the things that are involved in, you know, it's airport travel. Yes. Yeah. Because you got to get there two or three hours early, right? Yes. And there's multiple, <laughs> well, there's you multiple do, Sandy. trains. The rest of us get there like two hours early or less. There's, 
there's multiple trains per day. And, um, and that's not necessarily true about flights between Miami and Orlando that are nonstop. There's only a few. Right. And I did look at flights first because I wasn't sure, you know, if the train is brand new. Am I sure I want, you know, is it going to be efficient? You know, they're going to have their act together. And so I looked at flights, but my choices were either eight 30 or nine in the morning, which would have been awful getting off of a cruise ship or yeah. three o'clock in the afternoon. And I, I don't want to sit around for a lot of yeah. hitting uh, Florida f- <laughs> thunderstorms. Yeah. And <laughs> I was sitting in my room at Walt Disney world by three o'clock in the afternoon this way. So, mm-hmm. you know, way better. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, it sounds pretty cool. I would check it out. Last time I did the Miami to Orlando, I rented a car and drove it. And yeah. I it yes. I was a, with you, Sandy. Yeah. I think it took about four hours. I want to say, um, yeah. you know, yeah. Cause you had to, we had to stop for pee breaks, you know, <laughs> Yes, and there is a bathroom on the train. And so you so could just go on the train. Yeah. You just go on the train. <laughs> yes, exactly. You can go on the train and go on the train. Um, so yeah. I, and even with rental car, you know, you have to take a shuttle to the rental car, wait in a line, pick up your car. You know, it That's is true. just, it's so, yeah. it's, there's just so much more involved with it. So it may end up being a little bit cheaper, especially for a family. I mean, I was just me. So it was renting yeah. a car for one or taking a train for one. Um, if you're renting a car for four, it may be cheaper to rent the car, but then, you know, whatever, whether you're coming from the parks and getting on a cruise ship or coming from a cruise ship and going to the parks, you don't want to be exhausted. You're, you know, you might be exhausted coming away from the parks, have to drive that four hours, or you may be exhausted getting off your cruise ship and driving. I'm so sorry for yawning. Uh, so <laughs> helpful for our, um, for our listeners. I well, apologize. There's, I mean, there's something to be said for traffic too, because I was just, I just drove to Florida um, for a cruise and on the way down, granted, it was like right before New Year's Eve, it was a holiday, all that. The traffic was the worst I have ever done going to yeah. Florida. Oh, my God. It was well, horrible. And I, I, I have many, many clients who, who say, I want to, you know, oh, I'm going to be on a cruise in Fort Lauderdale, so I want to go to Disney. And I think that there is, if you don't live in Florida, you may not always realize how far Mm-hmm. South Florida is from Central Florida. It just it is not as short as you you know it right. might be in your home state to get from one end to the other. So um, I, to me, this I, honestly, whenever this is the first time I've ever gotten off a cruise ship and gone to Orlando. Like normally, I'm like those are two totally different places, and I don't need to do both in one trip. But now I'm kind of like, okay, I might do this more often. Like it it makes much more sense now to do it if I have the time. And the inclination, um, and there were there were a lot of people on that train who live in Florida, so I know that that's going to be um, really popular. It, my train was pretty full. Um, I don't know if um, that's always going to be the case. Depending, on, I guess it depends on what time you're going. So if you were to say be in Central Florida and then come down the night before your cruise, if you were to come in the afternoon or the evening, it may not be nearly as crowded as it is. Um, you know getting off of the cruise ships. Um, and then if your cruise ship comes in on an off day, if you're lucky enough to have that happen instead of a Saturday or a Sunday, then that could be very helpful as well. Mine was on a Sunday. So I was not, you know, my cruise ship was not the only one that came in that day. Um, so there were lots of people from different cruise ships um, on. It also could make it worthwhile if there's a huge cost differential in um, flying from Orlando versus flying from Fort Lauderdale, Miami depending on how much time you have, it could make it worthwhile. You know, a lot of times the, the, the 
afternoon flights aren't until after late afternoon. And so it could be worth right. it to, um, yeah, to skip up to another, up to another airport. So. Yeah, that's true. Cause you got West Palm beach in there too. Yep. I mean, I was saying just spend a couple of days at the parks, you know, <laughs> yeah. that's just me. Yeah. yeah. I, I, there's lots of options. And of course, lots of people have uh, family in Florida too. So it sort of now uh, makes it a little bit easier to visit. You know, if you, if your intention is to go to Miami, but you have family in West Palm beach, then now you can visit them a little bit more easily or they can come visit you for that matter. So I I'm very excited about it. And, and I think the, the Vegas um, Los Angeles train is going to be super exciting as well. And there's no, I don't see any um, dates projected for that. I think it's still at the beginning stages, but it's definitely very exciting to know that, that that's happening. Cause I think that's a, that's just one of those things that, you know, why hasn't anybody done it before? Yeah. I was going to say, that sounds like a no brainer. Why? Yeah. Ugh. I think it just takes Richard Branson's money. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. (laughs) That's really, you know, that's what they need is the big investor. That and coverage on Sunday morning. Yeah. Letting everybody know that it's coming. Yep. 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 There you go. Well, and I was worried that, um, I I, I really hope that people use this train because I would hate to see it sort of. Uh, falter. Right now, it doesn't seem in any danger of that, just what you know, what I'm seeing, but it's also new. And so people may or may not like it. I will say that I was taking it with the idea of this may be the only time I ever take it. And now like I'm even thinking, um, I'm staying in Fort Lauderdale before a cruise in a couple of weeks, but the cruise leaves out of Miami. And I'm kind of tempted to take it to Miami and just see how difficult it is to then get to port, you know, from the station in Miami. Um, I haven't mapped that out yet. So um, you know, I'll report back. I'll let you know. Yes. Awesome. Well, that's our show for this week. Thanks for hanging out with us. Please like our Facebook page, rate us, and be sure to tell your friends about us. You can find our previous episodes on the podcast page of outlandertravel.com, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. We would love to hear from you. So on behalf of Sandy, Elizabeth, and myself, Donna, thank you for joining us this week. Gotta fly. Gotta fly.